Welcome to the newest episode of Walnut Grovecast. As you may know, I've been recording Walnut Grovecast for nearly four years. And as we approach our 100th episode, I just wanted to thank the people who continue to support this show. I received a package of new stickers in the mail today, and we'll get them out by the end of the week. This is absolutely the corniest of stickers, so be prepared. I would like to thank the following supporters for their continuous support. Suzanne Holland, Spunky Cheek, Leah Mitchell, Laura Solarin, Kim and Jack Lair, Chris Hassler from the VHS Rewind podcast, Dana Wilkins, Chantel Dubois-Nishiyama, Aaron Wartman, Peyton England, Angela Bowen, Anne Quinn, Dottie Cashin, Stacey Keller, Gerald Lang, Matt Mercier, Dean Butler, Ginny Comer, Jeannie Schneider-Mitchell, Jeff Griffin, Laura Furman, Megan Parker, Melissa Gilbert, The No Agenda Podcast, Rebecca Harris, Sherry Benner, Susan King, Teresa Trapp, Valerie Williams, Whitney, Brian S., Bobby Young, Brenda Worsley, Chris Cooling from the Forgotten TV Podcast, Don Roberts, Samantha Larson-Randall, and Max Duration. Thank you again for your support, and I look forward to making many, many more episodes. If you would like to support Walnut Grovecast, please visit patreon.com slash walnutgrovecast. Without further delay, please enjoy the newest episode of Walnut Grovecast. Walnut Grove is a place to be to live in This is Mark, and you're listening to Walnut Grovecast. I thought I would just jump right into it and pause this up. Um, I would like to introduce um, my co-host for the day. It's Kim Lair. How are you, Kim? Oh, I am doing so wonderfully. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm excited to jump into Little House in a Prairie. Um, now, a lot of people might question the quality of my clips here and the audio. Um, it seems as though I'm using a version that might have been recorded Back in 1978, <laughs> because it looks like it's kind of from the original source. It's kind of low quality, but I think that adds to the entire um, lo-fi nature of the show, maybe. <laughs> uh, I'll go with that. So, um, but welcome to the show, Kim. How are you doing? Thank you. Yeah, very good. I'm very happy to be talking about such an uplifting episode with you. I know we disagree on that, but it's more uplifting than what you and I usually talk about. Well, you know, I wanted to... Um, mention um kim and i had launched a podcast about a month ago um unsolved mysteries rewind and you could totally find this um in a lot of places where we post but you can also just search unsolved mysteries rewind and we on, on facebook and we go and discuss some darker aspects of the world and crimes and unsolved mysteries essentially mm-hmm. um and it's a lot of fun so this is a nice detour from that but I, I cannot help but stay within that mindset with you now. Now it's kind of burned <laughs> in my mind where, where's the crime? And there yeah. are crimes. I think there's a lot to discuss here. Who's going to get murdered? <laughs> well, there is um, 
a form of insurance fraud that is kind of gestured upon in this particular <laughs> episode. Do you want to talk about what episode we episodes uh, that we are going to be discussing today? Yes, we are talking about two of my favorite episodes, actually, as long as we're together, which is season five, episodes one and two. Yeah, this is the beginning of the season five season. And mm-hmm. how exciting. I mean, they really throw a curveball on season five. Oh, yeah. We get a little bit of Adam. We meet a, a fun little street urchin. <laughs> a street urchin. <laughs> he is. He's like a little um, scammer. He's pretty good. And it seems like Kim and uh, Laura have kind of googly eyes for each other a little bit here. There's a little bit of a crush going on. I really felt uncomfortable watching that. <laughs> it's kind of like the Luke and Leia kiss in Star Wars. It's like, Ooh. this is really wrong. Yeah. But I can't not watch no, I'm but I'm, <laughs> they don't know that they're brother and sister yet, just like Luke and Leia. So spoiler alert! No, I'm kidding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody not knowing that? If well, then again, some people just don't like science fiction, so maybe they don't That's know. True. That's well, true. then you don't get to call spoiler alert if you don't like science fiction. This is true. They'll still call it. So we have the season premiere. It's a very exciting. Um, I bet you a lot of people were confused here. They thought that the whole show was going to go in a different direction. Yep, and this is uh, written and directed by Michael Landon, so you never know what you're going to get. Well, we do know what we can get when Michael Landon is a part of it, and that's, well, I don't recall there being a shirtless Michael Landon in this whole thing, but there's a punch. It's a couple punches. A lot of tears, a lot of punches, um, some very low button shirts, but no, (laughs) no shirtless. Well, yeah, a lot of um, questionable behavior, too. There's a lot of morality, um, compass tuning in this particular episode. (laughs) So this starts out um, in Walnut Grove. And I guess, I I don't know if this is in line with the actual economy of the time, but this is supposed to be 1878, of course. um, And right off the bat, we're kind of, the whole town is bankrupt. Uh, Maybe a bad Mm. crop. Do we know exactly what happened here? No, well, Paul says something about like, oh, well, Hanson said you can't beat the railroad. And they say the railroad twice, but they never yeah. quite say what that means for Walnut Grove. But also at the end of last season, so we end season four with Mary being blind and Mary meeting Adam. Mary was going to move to Winoka. So Paul was like, well, I don't want my kids to be all over the place. So I'm going to move to Winoka with her. We're all going to move with her. So the Ingalls were going to move regardless. So I don't know why the rest of the town is moving. Yeah. This is also the beginning of the you know fall season. So I, what I really want to dig up, and I really might have it, is um, I, have a lar- <laughs> I have a large collection of things, right? I think I've talked about this a number of times. But I have a lot of TV guides from the 70s. Like, I must mm. have 600 or something. <laughs> I, was, um, I bought some, and I was gifted a tremendous, like, four-box set that somebody had. And yeah, it's awesome until you're kind of like, what the hell am I doing with all these? So, (laughs) you know, so I kind of, if, if you have a birthday uh, that falls in a week or something like that, and you know me in real life, I I tend to gift these things. I think it's kind of cool to have that, but I, I'm pretty sure I have the fall preview, I'm sure for 1978. So I'm going to dig it out and see if, um, what, what they talked about. Maybe we'll put some of that, um, in the show notes and talk about that online there is a gardener driving by who seems like he lost his muffler i opened the window up here because it's getting warm new york is going to be 80 degrees today so very happy about that um but yeah there are gardeners out like there's not a pandemic going on right now 
<laughs> so, um, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to go down that little rabbit hole. But we open up and we see the mercantile. The, mm-hmm. the, the um, walls are bare. Um, mm. What do they do? They they put everything in storage or something? Like No, when they they're leaving. It. When we first get up to it, there's some guy that's like, we buy and sell all. And his wagon is like loaded down. So I think that they sold everything to that guy. Yeah. But like even their house is empty. Every We see the wallpaper right to the walls. But I'm going to play um, the opening scene where they're saying goodbye. Some of these clips can be long, but not all of them are going to be long throughout. They didn't take the bell off the door. <laughs> The audio is atrocious, so I have to. I'm going to keep apologizing. Sorry. Now, Charles, you already left. No, no, we want to stop by, say goodbye to everybody. Nobody left in town to say goodbye too. Yeah, I got rid of the last stuff today. Happened so fast. One day we were in town. Like Hanson said, I guess we can't fight the railroad. Yeah. Well, where are my manners? The missus is making some tea. Would would you like some? We really should be getting back. But I would like to uh, say goodbye to her. Sure enough. Now, this is a very memorable goodbye, I think, between Mm. Ma and Harriet. Because I think we know there's a little bit of a... um, They bump heads a lot. Yeah, they're frenemies. And I th- I don't think I've ever had a friend like this where I retain this kind of friendship. Maybe <laughs> in school, like, you tolerate people who you hate. But um, I think in adulthood, you you luckily are able to pick and choose who mm-hmm. you surround yourself with. But in this situation, it just it's very, um, it's touching immediately. The walls are bare again. The curtains are taken down. Her kind of macrame curtain is up still. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't see, I mean, we just don't see a kind of stripped down Harriet very often. Yeah, she's very vulnerable. Yes, yes, perfect. That's exactly it. The hit the nail on the head, not the head on the nail. <laughs> and I just do want to point out that so far, this is the third type of wallpaper I've noticed um, uh-huh. in this room. They do change it from time to time. Well, that is very Olsen. Yeah, it really is. But um, they went from a dark, there was a red one. It, it's. I'm going to start taking screenshots. Not on this copy, though, because it's like recorded on duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving tomorrow, and I wanted to say goodbye. Oh, yes. Well, I, I'd ask you to sit down, but but we're we're redecorating. I finally said to Nels, "I this old furniture is just driving me crazy." Now let's just get rid of it and buy all new. And Lord knows how long it's going to take for all the new furniture to get here. Oh, I do wish that you were going to be here so you could see it when it's all done. Uh, can I pour you some tea? Huh? Oh, I do wish that 
I do want to point out that I did play back the audio from another episode and mm-hmm. like from the copy that I have streaming and the audio for some reason in the beginning of this episode is really poor even on that copy. But this sounds terrible. I, I'm just so mm-hmm. sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss you. Oh, <laughs> I just I like that it's the uncomfortable like oh I hate you but I'm gonna miss mm-hmm. you so um, yeah it was cute it was it kind of I think if anything it made their relationship kind of grow a little bit mm-hmm. um, of course the old Harriet comes back later oh sure <laughs> yeah, she reminds us why you know like why doesn't the town just get together and kill her so <laughs> but but yeah I mean this is a tr- very scary time this is. It's a very sentimental, it's a very emotional time for the entire town, clearly. Especially the market time. I mean, the richest people in town are being driven out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was startling to see it so bare. It's like, whoa, something serious is going on here. But I did like the fact that she's like, oh, we're just, oh, we're just redecorating, you know, putting know. in a pool. You know, she's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's just trying to save face, I guess. She's very embarrassed. Um, yeah. Like you said, she's very, um, what was the word you just used? And I said it um, perfect. Vulnerable. Vulnerable, yes. She's very <laughs> vulnerable. So we go and we get to see um, Jonathan. We're, we're going to help Jonathan pack up because he's also leaving. I'm guessing everybody's leaving. Um, do we even see Reverend Alden in this? I mean, no, no Reverend Alden, no Doc Baker, and no Mr. Hansen. But we learn later that at least Doc Baker and Mr. Hansen stayed. Hmm. Well, Doc Baker, you know, I guess to make sure that everything is going to be fine. I think they were like the founding members, so they didn't want to mm. just like abandon this town. Well, I, I'm pretty sure, spoiler alert again, doesn't, when they come back, don't, isn't Hansen dying? Yeah, that's like his final episode when they come yeah. back, but Doc Baker's taking good care of him. This is an emotional whirlwind season, so. Yeah, very true. And we meet a lot of new characters. We're yeah. straying a lot from reality, but I love season five. Yeah, so here's Jonathan packing up. Well, I don't know what. Thank you for giving me a hand. All right, when are you going to be pulling out? A couple of days. I've been putting it off. Hoping for a miracle, I guess. Afraid the railroad doesn't believe in miracles. I'm really going to miss this place. I can't realize how much a place means to you. You have to leave it. I know what you mean. So they, they go on and on about like, acting like they're never going to see each other again. It's... um. I think that Michael Landon has to have this moment with a male to show, like, I am a strong man and I am not afraid to hug my fellow brother. 
Yeah, and cry and say, like, love you, miss you. And it's sweet, but my, my mm-hmm. um, I was already emotional when I saw Harriet and Caroline embracing because it's really that. It's about bringing together people who would normally not want to be near each other. It's not mm-hmm. the, the hug of two guys who actually like each other. That, um, yeah. Okay, that I get what me. you're saying. Um, we're back at the little house, and we're going to have our finally, almost final goodbye here. She's kind of just standing kind of in a daze. Mm -hmm. Um, This is kind of how I felt when. um, I don't know when you when you're moving or when you're kind of like you're you're making an unsure step towards something. You have this kind of dazed um, thing. Thankfully, I've never been in a situation where like this. Um, But it's it's a very emotional time for her because. We have to remember, before the little house, they had it really kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's really having a hard time kind of letting go and leaving things behind, you know? I wish we didn't have to leave so many things behind. <laughs> Scavengers like me are going to just like, come by and grab that water pump. <laughs> it's mine now, lady. It's like $3 in the catalog. I don't know what else. Yeah, I don't know what else they're leaving behind besides the table and chairs. Right, and you could have brought that. You could have just thrown it in the back and leave Carrie, you know, <laughs> fend for it. Leave her with the dock. Yeah, why does Bandit get to ride in the wagon, by the way? Jack never got to do that. Well. They could have had room for those chairs. <laughs> they did always have Jack. Because Jack's more of a mangy dog, you know? Always had lice mm. and fleas. <laughs> he meant well, but he stunk. <laughs> that's yeah, what that's I think. probably true. So he's playing with raccoons and stuff. Remember the day you put this pump in? You were so proud. You said- I tell you, if I dug a well or a connected um, a pump to underground mm-hmm. water, I'd be pretty proud too. Oh, heck yeah. It's like, you were so proud. It's like, do you know how hard that one is to do? I know in the books, at least, like the guy who helps Pa do that almost dies oh really uh, down in the well because this gas comes up and almost kills him and he's just like thudded out so they like paul goes down has to like throw him over the bucket and they all have to help like wheel him up because he's just conked out you know i have this book and it's called it's right behind me called back to basics i might have mentioned this i have it oh isn't that the best book in the world it's awesome but if you need to dig a well it's in there Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything you need to do that they would do on Little House on the Prairie, they've got you covered. Why does it not surprise me that you have that book on your bookshelf? <laughs> I have all three in the set, as a matter of fact. Oh, my, I didn't know there were three. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a city boy, so <laughs> it's really for show, so let's get real here. Um, <laughs> same thing with my Montgomery Ward catalog. So um, it's, it's really just it's a talking um, point, so I don't have to talk about things like city things. Makes me feel it makes me feel part of the country, like you, you girls, <laughs> like y'all. 
country girl. The layers. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, so yeah, it's kind of sad. They they're gonna leave. We get to what I think is kind of a, a weird comment to make to Mary. But, I know. I know. It's, it's a cheap shot. My times are questionable. So. <laughs> The whole day sucks, you know? Yeah, it does. And your other senses are heightened. Uh, (laughs) No, but I know (laughs) in the books, like, Laura was Mary's eyes. She had to describe everything to Mary. Like, the parents made sure of that. So I have a theory that that's why she's such a good writer, because she had to be so descriptive to her sister growing up. That's interesting. I don't know if it's true, but that's my theory. It makes sense. But it's, um, I don't know. There's a lot of things talking about seeing in this episode that I think is kind of a strange, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking it because I would feel like an idiot for saying them to a blind person. Mm. Like, Hey, it's good to see you. Not that you can see mm. me, you know, um, <laughs> it's just, uh, and I'm really not trying to make cheap shots. I'm just kind of thinking if I was blind, I wouldn't want to hear about people seeing me. That's all. Yeah. I have some blind etiquette questions too, but we'll get there. Maybe. All right. So, um, there's a long ride ahead of us. We're we're in the pouring rain. It's just it's a real crappy time. Yeah, and if you look actually in two different spots they reused old footage. Um you can clearly see that it's Jack behind the wagon, not Bandit, because it's like this big old shaggy dog. Uh, <laughs> when we're doing like our wagon travels montage, and then there's a part where Pa's like fixing the wagon in the rain, and that's actually directly taken from I remember, I remember. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. it's it's a different shot of the same exact scene, same conditions, same outfit, everything. But you know, that's such um, it's such a nasty condition that's like I don't blame them for wanting to reuse the shot. Yeah, Michael Landon's like, I am not getting in that rain. Right, right. right. It's like unless I can take my shirt off, I'm not getting in that yeah. rain. <laughs> so yeah, there's a long, there's a bit of a long ride ahead of them. And hold on one sec. I'm kind of, my times are all of a sudden completely screwy. Okay, well, we'll Let me just write down this time because I'm going to have to edit this out. Of course I can't find a pen. Sorry. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, There's like, I think there's something possibly wrong with the file itself. Mm. And if that's the case, I'm kind of screwed. Let's see. Um, at 11 minutes should be people just kind of stating there's a lot of people, but he's in the blind school. Mm. I'm ahead now, but I'm just... Sorry, um, no, you're fine. I'm gonna keep saying sorry though. It's okay. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. Okay. 
This will be the telltale sign of how screwed up I am here. The Carolyn food. Yeah, this is uh, completely off. I don't understand huh. why. Um. All right, so that is, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna talk out loud for a moment. <clears throat> Looks like I'm about a minute and 10 seconds behind. All right, this should be describing Mary. And the next sound is a very easy one. Yeah, I know that's my note, but um, 10 minutes should be, if hopefully this works. This should be a comment about so many people. I don't like it. Whoa. What's all the music? It's coming from the saloon, just like the one we saw once in Gold. I know. Already married. All right, it's a minute and 10 seconds, so I, I can just kind of um, quickly come up with okay. um, a fix for this. I'll just... All right. No, you're fine. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't understand why it, um, hopefully the next um, thing will correct it. But yeah, I kind of, I knew there was something wrong with this file. So the file, when I first watched it, the times were something, and now That's they're right. completely different. Not completely different. There are a minute and ten seconds really um, time shifted. Yeah, so it is now twenty four thirty. So I'll edit this out. Sorry. Thanks for nothing, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> this is Do never you think before. you want to make this a two parter? You mean recorded twice? I mean, rec no, no, recorded no, 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 another no. I time? just mean like separate it into two separate episodes just since we're at 24 already. Yeah, you mentioned the other day. I think so. I made a note that um, I think okay, what we great. should do is maybe do that. Because um, to be honest with you, one can okay. be a little bit longer than the other. Because I think the second half kind of really yeah. steps things up. All right. So our next, um, I'm sorry, I was trying to go to... Describing the city, I guess, which technically should be nine minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> Math is hard. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm just going to start with this clip and hope for the best. Lordy Mary, never believe how big it is. Sounds big. What's all the music? Coming from the saloon, just like the one we saw once in gold country. Pa's not gonna like it. I'm like so cranky this, this episode. episode, and I would just like everybody to keep in mind that it was his idea to move here, and the whole time he's just like what? pissing and moaning to Caroline about it. Yeah, you're right. He, but at the same time, I think we've all been Pa in this, where, um. I know I have. I, I don't like to always speak for other people, but I know that there are times where I would say, you know what, let's go to Hershey's Park. And we go and we're driving like, how far is this place? You know, and it's like, how many lines are in this place? You know, and it's like, 
I, let's go buy a souvenir. It's got to be a really good price in Hershey Park. Why is it three <laughs> times the price here yeah, for a Hershey's bar? You know, very strange. But anyway, that, that's my complaining. I'm a complainer. But definitely, Pon, I would <laughs> complain about the same things. Or no, I would complain more. He'd, say, he'd probably say to me, why are you complaining so much? And those okay. guys in the alley would have killed me. <laughs> yeah, so big time. So yeah, we're in the blind like, school. Quick, sorry, we're in Winoka. And, um, this is like the loud, crazy, bustling town of Winoka. And it's actually, there is no Winoka. This is supposed to represent the time that they lived in DeSmet, South Dakota. And that was in 1879. Oh, so there's a bit a of a... A little bit, but not change. much. But it's interesting because it's actually like less than 120 miles from Walnut Grove. Uh, but the population of DeSmet at the time was only 116 when the population of Walnut Grove at the same time was 153. <laughs> now, in your opinion, did the did the Ingalls sell everything or do you think they have everything they own in that wagon? I think they I don't have think everything they possible. own in that wagon except for the pump and the table and chairs, yeah. Yeah, I guess what else do they have aside from that thing on the mantle? Yeah, and Ma like, definitely brought that because oh. we see it later in the hotel. Good eye. All right. So, good eye. Here's the blind school. <laughs> and apparently, you walk into the blind school, like they don't Here's have a bell on the door or anything like that. So when that, you walk you know. in and there's a blind person in the room, I think it's only polite to introduce yourself and say out loud, like, I'm in here. Uh, it's like putting somebody on. Sp- yeah, yeah, clear your throat, like do something. Speakerphone and not letting them know. Like, you should know everybody whose eyes and ears are on you because you can't see. And it hap- and it seems like yeah. it happens a couple times in this, um, especially on the street with Mary, which we're way mm-hmm. ahead of ourselves on that one. So, all right, here we go. Answer first. My times are slightly off. Everyone's just going to have to be pissy at me about that. So he's teaching about yeah, sounds and, and identifying about sounds that? in the blind school. Yes. Adam, who probably is know, 23. But he is my favorite character in this show. I'm willing to say that. I love mm-hmm. him. Also, I'm I'm willing to say he's also one of the most successful yeah. people on the show. I would say so, Little too. House, and so. I think his, his yeah. confidence as a blind man is what makes Mary really kind of come out of her shell. She's more confident. She's all loved up on him. Like, I love seeing this new side of Mary. Also, if we're going to look at the demographics of... The kind, um, if we're going to look at this from a female perspective, okay, there are different, just like everybody has their favorite Beetle, I think everybody has their favorite male character in Little House. And you have, yeah, I mean, and you have the, you have the Omanzo who's like, you know, way too Mm -hmm. tall for his own good. And you have Pa who's like, you know, tough and rugged, Mm -hmm. but smart and sensitive and soft. And you have Adam who I think out of them all um, is probably, I think. At least in my opinion, probably the oh, most wow. handsome of them all in the sense of a straightforward, um, handsome guy. I don't know. I just think that Mary got the best looking um, husband out of them all. And I, I like too. his whole he's demeanor. very dry. He's like, like we were saying before, he's very confident. But I will say, while I don't think that he is the most handsome, I do think that he is the sexiest. <laughs> so, you know, put, put that together. But it's just his everything, well, his personality and like the way he... The way he is with Mary, I think their chemistry is electric. Like, I was like, I wonder what was going on behind the scenes because I think they're into each other. Like, I, I'm i all out for Adam. I, 
I feel like we are on an episode of like The Voice or um, American Idol. And this is where, you know, you turn to both of them who are standing there and say, all right, guys, yeah. we need to see who's the Give sexiest. Take off your shirt. Give a little twirl. Right. And it's, you know, <laughs> you send one this. home. And you, oh, you're sending Pa home. This job. Yeah. <laughs> Just judging people. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. And they give you free soda. <laughs> and, all right. <laughs> Back to 1878. By the way, this aired on September 11th, 1978, and followed up one week later, of course, September 18th, 1978. Um, which actually, now that I think about it, it was three weeks um, or so uh. before my wife is born. That's interesting. So, um, bop, bop, bop. let's get back to the blind score. I'm going to play a little bit of what I just played. And the next sound is a very easy one. Let's see who can shout out the answer first. Right, right. Now, the next sound is one that some of you can do and some of you can't. Now, listen close. You're snapping your fingers. Right. <laughs> I know, you really told those, like, 10-year-olds. Uh, so. <laughs> um, and what, you know, setting up the episode, of course, Pa and Mary come in, and they're just so happy to see Adam being so scholarly with his students. And these kids are listening, and he has and this Adam great school. And over and has a little make-out sesh with Mary, and this is why oh. Pa should announce himself. <laughs> Yes, we, um, yes, yes. It's one of those kind of, it's a little bit much, I would say, for yeah, but, little oh, hubs. His but passion cannot I'm be I'm fine with it. <laughs> Mary. Mary, you're here. That wasn't a you fart, sure, that was sure. his chair. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you. Oh, when you didn't answer my letter, I was afraid you weren't coming. I never got your letter. Didn't you get mine? No. It doesn't matter. I think Ma's keeping his letters away from Mary. In case things didn't work out. Because we, you know, we had the whole two-timing situation. Her heart is broken. I'm not going to let you hurt my daughter again. No, Mary. No, nothing came. Of course I would tell you. <laughs> and they're smooching. That sounds like kissing. <laughs> I'd like you all to say hello to Mary Ingalls. Hello, hello Mary Ingalls. Hello, children. Where's your family? I've got to talk to your father. Adam, I'm right here. Oh, uh... I'm the pervert standing three feet away. It happens again, too, in the one when they get married with the Dust Bowl and they're like under Albert's little hovel. They are just going to town on each other. Pa's just looking and smiling. It is so uncomfortable. But it is also probably the most accurate thing in this whole show. They're hot for each other. And it's great. And you love it because these are two people who have this... um, this disability yeah. and they found each other. You know, so it's very, very sweet when you break it down like that. And um she's a child though. So it's kind of, I mean, unless he's a child, um I don't know, not really by eighteen hundred standards. All right. I don't know. 
No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. It's just um, I, I still think about it. 16 now mm-hmm. is still 16. <laughs> and he's like 23. <laughs> you must be. <laughs> Sir, I'm sorry. It's I... perfectly all right. I understand. Good to see you again. Um... Get your hand off my wife, my uh, daughter's butt. So, <laughs> no, but of course, that was probably the most open um, type of, you know, um, affection that we we see from them. We, we don't see too much of this. They're pretty reserved. Yeah, and as they, a I mean, I don't know. Uh, Adam's all in, like embarrassed because Charles is there. It's just so. Yeah, I bought it. I would hook, be line, too, yeah. and sinker. I'm so about Adam. Like, I think he adds such a yeah. different flair to the show. He's oh, the I've most handsome, that, you know. <laughs> Everyone, work on your Braille alphabet. I'll be right back. Just like a teacher, work on your work. Adam, is this your Mary? Yes, sir, Mr. Ames. Mary Ingalls. A pleasure. And her father, Mr. Ingalls. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Mary, I have to post a few letters. I'll be right back, and we'll get you settled in your room. Thank you, sir. It's good to have you in our city. Thank you very much. Good to be here. So we um, we meet a really nice person mm-hmm. right off the bat, right? You're like, oh, wow, you're super nice and respectful. And, you know, Charles has no problem so far except for the, yeah, a little bit of the noise. I mean, I have never been more glad to be a little country mouse out here where it's quiet versus, like, this episode they kind of play the music under the whole time just to show how the Ingles are getting more and more fed up. And it was like making anxiety in my chest to hear the music all the time. Now, I used to I used to live in mm. um, Manhattan for a little while and I had an apartment like right in like the downtown, like around St. Mark's. And it is not something that is easy to get used to, even though. Even where I live now, although it's considered pretty quiet because it's a suburb, we are so close to Queens, really, that if you came here, you'd be like, yeah, what probably. the hell's going on? There's planes going over and, you know, gardeners <laughs> without mufflers. And, you know, it, it's quiet enough um, before you start considering mm-hmm. it a city, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I I never got used to it. Um, and it was just one of those things that um, I wouldn't consider myself a country person, but there are different levels of this. And city city life is one of those things where it's um, it could be a little bit. Oh, yeah. I understand. And like I've lived in cities like big cities. You know, I grew up in Southern California for all but the last yeah. five years. Mm-hmm. Only since then that I've been a little country mouse out here on my three acres. So it's I don't want to go back, but I grew up like sharing walls with people on either side and everything. So uh, it's there's nothing yeah. like the quiet. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, though. And um, that's that's another thing is when we bought this house. It's so it's a much bigger property mm-hmm. than the one we used to have. And it's just weird. Like and I think about, you know, your situation, not only the property that's yours, mm-hmm. but what you're surrounded by. And I don't know. I, I think there's certain comfort to that. My wife. On the other hand, is a complete city girl, mm-hmm. and that terrifies her. But I say, just buy a pistola. One of those little ones, you know, like the little tiny gun. Um, all right. but mm-hmm. And they're fancy, too, actually. So here we go. We have, we're going to hear a little bit about um, the setup that they're going to have. I mean, Adam has been talking to everybody, and everybody seems mm-hmm. to kind of know Adam to a point. Well, Adam's pretty new here, too. They used to, when they were at the blind school where Mary went to, this is different. This is a totally different place. So he's probably got like a month head start on Mary. So he's not super, super familiar. Yeah. 
Mr. Ingalls, I know you haven't had a chance to catch your breath yet, but one of the things I wrote about in that letter Mary never got was a job at the hotel. Hey, was it still available? Yes and no. It's been filled three times since I've been here, but Mr. Toms, he's the owner. He still isn't satisfied. Well, what kind of a job is it? Manager. Keeping the books and repairs and so forth. Uh, and running the hotel dining room. I didn't mention it's for a couple. Mrs. Ingalls would have to do the cooking. Well, but somebody has the job now. Yeah, but I took the liberty of telling Mr. Toms about you, and if all Mary tells me about Mrs. Ingalls' cooking is true, I think you've got a good chance. Hey, it's worth a try. Where's the hotel? So I guess Adam's never been no, over No, not dinner. yet. They've, he's only ever been at the blind school, and they saw him once, you know, when they dropped her off quickly, and once when they picked her up, and that's it. I thought that that was an interesting kind of edit. Kind of like, uh, wow, we know of the Adam character, but I guess he's never been around the, coffee, around the um, dinner table. It's uh, the Dakota. Out the door, you turn right, and then down three steps. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm used to talking to students. It's Kitty Corner across the street, next door to the big saloon. Good enough, I'm on my way. Next mm-hmm. door to the big saloon. Remember those words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why I wanted to play up until. Um, so things are happening pretty quick in the city. Things, uh, they, you know, if you blink, mm-hmm. you're going to miss something. We are, um, Carrie has this terrible thing. I feel so bad for Carrie for the most part this yeah, entire I episode. I love Carrie this episode. We were talking briefly before we went Me on. Too. This is Carrie's best episode. Um, and it kind of starts here. I'm going to let this play. And we get kind of introduced to a character here. We don't fully get introduced to him, but we he comes into the scene for the first time. I'm sorry, Charles and Ma going in to talk to the owner of the Dakota to see if... And the horses are spooked really easily because there's so much noise going on and gunshots and all that kind of stuff. So Laura has to sit and hold the horses um, while Grace and Carrie are in the wagon. You know, where's the sheriff? In the saloon. That's what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. He can't stop people from having fun. The noise is so bad. Like, I'm so sorry. It's, I think it's intentionally bad also because they just want to make it so that this is the city and it's really noisy. All right. So we see Albert kind of come into the scene. hear what they're saying oh okay i'm sorry because i'm just i just want to make sure that it's translating over leave me alone kid make your boots look real nice i still don't want one i don't know what word they're saying i'm just oh yeah let your boots look funny Mm -hmm. yeah oh is that what he said shoe shine your shoes are stupid Uh, Laura's, you know, like she's watching a vaudevillian act. She's like laughing and watching this making sheep place eyes. in front of her. Yeah, and it's just a little bit much. By the way, Laura's teeth are at this point wonder, straight. I wonder if so, she had braces. Uh, 
that were put on the inside part of her mouth instead of the outside part because yes. my god that that is some orthodontic work i'm gonna guess you know not only is it late oh. 70s braces but yeah like it's um but yeah i'm gonna guarantee that they put it on the inside which from what i understand oh, is girl. so much tougher um, and you know that they were like, you know what? Can we oh, speed yeah. this up a little bit? <laughs> you know, they cranked Oof, them out like, yeah. pretty tight. But um, this is like the modern smile that we get from Melissa Gilbert. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a little back and forth kind of thing where he takes off his hat to gesture towards her. And yeah, she's, she's like, oh my blushing. God, who's like, this little cutie pie? And then he like... He looks at her and he's like, hey, babe, what's up? Like, he winks at her and she's like, oh, my goodness. And and I'm just like, okay, this is fine. Like, I'm fine with this if I didn't know how the rest of it panned out. Right. It's like, learn sakes, this boy. Um, So here we we get a surprise little Mm. guest star here, which I I was kind of surprised. I did not recognize her right away. Not until IMDb. Um, But it. Yeah, we have um, Throw Mama from the train popping in. We have the Goonies. Yeah, Mama um, Fratelli woman. from the Goonies. I, and, I had to yeah, put that Mama in there because I knew Leah Mitchell would not let us live with ourselves if we did not mention it. <laughs> exactly. I think she's probably the biggest Goonies fan I know. She's a Goonie. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but yeah, they're in this little um, restaurant area and they're going back to the kitchen to talk to the current cook. Three times. See what I mean? I'll, I'll play that again, sorry. Saying you can cook is one thing, Mrs. Angles. Proving it's another. Hey, Silas. I know, Harry. You can't eat it. Send it back. I have. Three times. See what I mean? Will you look at her? Miss Sheila. Customer out there can't eat his food. She's re- yeah, eating like right out of the pan. It back into the pan because it's just all falling out of her mouth. She's gross. It's like, this isn't the Jacoma <laughs> house. You can't do that. <laughs> Food. I was eating never satisfied. I is good. What's that proof? You eat everything. You eat anything. Now, 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 what did he order? Elephant biscuits. Look, look at this. Oh, I, I was wounded in a war by a cannonball. It was so earnest. Mrs. Angles, will you make up some biscuits? Certainly. Why from I cook them? You don't need a kitchen to make biscuits like these. You need a blacksmith shop. I quit. That's the nicest thing you ever said to me. The only thing better would be if these two were married. <laughs> it really would be kind of like a perfect like Nels um, and Harriet type situation. Especially with the comments, the nicest thing you ever said to me. So pretty much um, she has the job, but... There'll be no more food. I just quit. Hallelujah. Miss <laughs> Ingalls, get them biscuits ready. Follow me. I'll tell you about the rest of your duties. Good luck. I'm going to let this play just a little bit more. Actually, it's more visual. They find out that they're going to be making, um, well, he's giving Charles a little bit of a tour. And... Carrie's still waiting. We get reminded that I have to pee. I'm not, you know, I'm yeah, like seven. <laughs> like how how long am I supposed to yeah. hold my pee? Um, especially when I guess where do you? I mean, did they? I wonder, did they have like public 
outhouses? I That's don't know a what great they had question. I have no idea. I know that uh, eventually Ma says, oh, okay, just go down the hall. But that wasn't an option before. Plus, I mean, she has to stay with the horses. So it's not like Laura's being mean or anything, but she can't leave. And what's she going to do with baby Grace and all that? So poor Carrie. Well, here's the thing. In the future, we do have somebody who leaves their child, <laughs> and it just does not end well. Um, oddly enough, it it's kind of Laura's husband, mm-hmm. so it's weird. She's willing to stay with her sister. Interesting. And you know daughter. what? She's willing to stay with her sisters until a cute boy winks at her, and then she's like, oh, screw that. I'm going here. I hope a gunshot <laughs> doesn't go off and the horse takes off with you two in it. <laughs> <laughs> you like gum? So <laughs> we have... So, yeah, we have a lot of weird stuff going on. Albert's um, gets yeah, in the middle of a scuffle. For shining shoes, and there's a scuffle breaking out at the saloon. He's kind of cr- drops his dime, and it ends up falling through the slats of the sidewalk. Yeah. And Laura has a great idea. What she's going to do is put Ugh. on a piece of string a piece, the gooiest, most it disgusting so gum gross. I've and ever seen in my life. And keeps putting it back in her mouth each time. Well, what are you going to, you know, can't get too sick, right? But um, it's so gross. It really is. Yeah, it's one of the worst things ever. And it has to be the stickiest gum <laughs> that I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and they're trying to pick out the 10 cents. 10 cents at the time is about two fifty. dollars and fifty cents. for the time, that is the exact coin that would have been used. So I thought that was like, good on you, little house. But just a fun fact, if you have an yeah. uncirculated 1879 dime, it can fetch $806 at auction. Now, how rare is an oh, uncirculated dime? I'd pay 800 oh, bucks for Oh, wow. I got I one know. to sell you. I question <laughs> these things. <laughs> we should mint them. We'll make them out of wood. Um, so, and I saw you, you posted pictures of them. I, I love coins. It's one of those things that um, my son and I kind of geek out about. He's working on his Boy Scout oh, coin cool. collecting merit badge right now. And so, yeah, it's very, um, I'm glad that you dug into that and saw that they did use the accurate time for the period. I love that. It's a, it's those little things, I think, just, they're so meaningful and they add a lot to the entire experience. But, uh, so Laura helps Albert and they get the dime out. Albert, of course, being a street boy, he's like thinking that her motive is really mm-hmm. to steal the dime. And she's... And, you think Albert would be able to get a, get this? He doesn't seem. He seems smart and quick and street smart, but you think he'd figure a way to get change out of a I little mean, hole in the I was thinking, quicker. like, how hard is that really to crawl under? It's an elevated sidewalk. He already lives like under this little hovel. Surely it's connected there somehow. <laughs> like, I don't think that if Laura didn't come up with the idea that he wouldn't have gotten the dime. I think that he would have come up with something. He- he literally lives exactly. 18 planks to the left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, I guess 250 for a, um, a shine? No, it couldn't have been 250 for a shine because the other kid mm, gives him a Maybe it's a sliding scale. Because he was like, he's like, a dime? I never so, got a dime before, mister. It's mm-hmm. interesting. It's a lot of money. I guess 250 is really not bad for a shoe shine. No, I've never gotten a shoe shine. I don't wear shoes that really <laughs> require shining. <laughs> Um, so, all right. So we are, we see this little kind of friendship happening between Laura and Albert and it's cute. It's very visual. And we get 
the the yeah, biscuits so- are out of the oven. It's kind of like when you're cooking. It's kind of like <laughs> this is the response I, I think your husband has when, <laughs> when the biscuits come out of the oven. <laughs> and that's not a metaphor for anything. That's just um, <laughs> it's just um, you, you're oh, an excellent well, thank baker. Thank you. But all I, I could think about so. was pork curry because if Ma's making biscuits, let's see, you got to have that dough refrigerated, cut it up, bacon it. I think that conservatively, Ma has been away for forty-five minutes. So poor Carrie's eyes are just like floating <laughs> in the back of that wagon. I mean, and what about um, the dog? Oh, what Bandit. about um, not Jack? Why I keep on? I want to call him Jack or <laughs> Tiger so much; it's ridiculous. But yeah, what about mm-hmm. Bandit? Bandit has to go pee. I feel so bad for Bandit. I feel bad for almost everybody oh. except for Mary in this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> My time is slightly off here again, but um, here we go. We're going to try Kim's um, biscuits. And I have to say, the biscuit looks a little overdone, in my opinion. Better than before, a little dark on top. Yes. Well, I hate to say it, but mm, it's better than my own mother used to make <laughs> The dog's yours pays $50 a month plus free board and a room upstairs. Now, that's a this pretty good job deal, is right? nonstop. Like, you're pretty much always on call. But, my God, that's a good deal. They actually end up getting $45 a month for uh, room and board for five people. Yeah, they pay an extra yes. $5 uh, exactly. for the second room. And that equate. did you look up yeah, for what that equates to? $60 a month. Um, and like I said, room yeah. and board for five people. Like, what, is, what are you doing with that money? You're not having to pay for rent or eating expenses. Like, that's just entertainment money. Right. Um, well, with room and board, do you, does that include food, food, do you think? I always thought board was you sleep on a board. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. You know, so hypothetically, I mean, we're talking about, let's say, you know, conservatively, like each room would be with room and board maybe seven or eight dollars a month you know so wow yeah. that that's pretty impressive um and this guy seems yeah halfway we're introduced decent to him he's mr thompson we're told that he's the owner by adam but that's not true yeah it's very very um which is weird because he's really acting like the i mean he's hiring mm-hmm. he's firing he's uh, <laughs> yeah. negotiating but there's just one thing. We'll need two rooms. We, we have some children. Oh, now, wait a minute. Children? Oh, well, they are so polite and quiet. <laughs> well, they'd be no trouble. Oh, I never heard of children like that. Well, if it, if it doesn't work out, you can just send us on our way. All right. But I take all $5 a month for the extra room. That's a deal. <laughs> i get you a set of keys and you can get moved in. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Thompson. Thank you. You should have grabbed another biscuit. <laughs> yeah. He really enjoyed that biscuit. Nothing quite like a, a fresh mm, buttermilk biscuit. And he had so biscuit. much butter on top. I was just like, yes, I'm with you. And that's some serious, like, you know, 1878 mm, butter. <laughs> it dirt in it, probably. Question is, who made oh, it? Oh, yeah. I bet Was it, it that lady? Has, like, cigarette ashes or something. <laughs> All right. So, ugh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good deal. Things are starting to actually look up. I mean, they've been in town for, what, yeah. 20 minutes? Or if you account for 
maybe yeah, an hour? about an hour, and everybody's <laughs> happy. Laura's got a new friend. Mom and Pa got a new job, except for poor little Carrie, who still has to pee. Yeah, so we, um, there's one little weird scene. It kind of reminds me of our podcast. Um, I'll put yet another <laughs> plug because it is probably one of the best podcasts in the universe. Um, it, yeah, I, I would say, and um, it's actually, it, it may win awards, may. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give my own awards. So, but it is, a, it's a really fantastic show and it's called Unsolved Mysteries Rewind. And you can find us at VHS Rewind. You can find us on iTunes or Spotify or anything. Just type in Unsolved Mysteries Rewind. Don't forget yeah, the rewind. it's definitely a darker turn from Little House, but we watch Unsolved Mysteries episodes and we do the deep dives, give you updates, talk about reenactors, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, Little sure. House can be pretty dark, too. So um, I, I have a feeling that there are some people who are listening to this that may enjoy yeah. our new podcast. And I'm hoping they are. Actually, I'm releasing... Little the Walnut Grovecast podcast on the same exact day as each week. It's a weekly podcast. Anyway, (laughs) enough of that, and let's um, let's update the family. We're going to head back to the wagon, and Bandit's like just kind of hanging out. He's fine. He's holding his pee. (laughs) Harry, not so much. Why this really is the city. (laughs) Looks like she's in a hurry. Hey, come here. So Hubbard's calling. Laura to come and meet him down mm-hmm. in the alley. Not good, not good. No, 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 no. Come on! I'll be right back here. The monster! Poor kid. Here. What's that? What's it look like? It's a nickel. I figure you deserve half. I don't want it. I was just being a friend is all. You want it all? No, I don't want any of it. Why is she not accepting the, you know, the dollar twenty five worth of money? Because she's and she's pure of heart. Yeah. Well, you know what, Albert is. <laughs> Albert's flirting, Probably. trying to buy her love. All the things. Hey, uh, thanks. You're welcome. Laura. Come in. Is that your name, Laura? Laura Ingalls. What's yours? Albert. Albert what? That's right. What's right? I gotta go. <laughs> she is way too sharp and oh, yeah. slick Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Her. This is like city mouse meet country <laughs> mouse. <laughs> it really is. It's crazy. Um, Carrie yeah, she's like, cannot let's hold go, it. Carrie. We'll finally and... go to the bathroom. And Carrie's like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Oh, that was so shameful. It was, it was terrible. Um, they could have made a funny little thing where she goes running or something like that and falls up the stairs yeah, or something so like that. Yeah, so she wet or herself, she, which is, like, is sad. She said she had to go to the bathroom so many times, and especially right then, she should have, she would have gotten to the bathroom in time if Laura didn't abandon her for Albert. But my thing is, we can understand what happened when Carrie's like, I already did. We don't need to see a close-up of Carrie's pee on the sidewalk. Like, that was a bit much. I didn't think they were yeah. going to show it, to be honest with you. I didn't remember them showing it. And when they did, I was, you know, I was kind of surprised about that. I thought. There's a scene a later where Adam is walking into the hotel and there's like this huge wet spot out in front of it. And I was like, is that still Carrie's pee on the sidewalk? <laughs> Somebody get a Seriously. bucket of something. <clears throat> Everybody just it pees on the, the sidewalk. It's... 
sure is. Um, so here we are. We see their hotel. Their hotel's actually yeah, pretty it, nice, right? I mean, it's got walls and, and curtains. Carrie's and Carrie's bouncing mirrors. up and down on the bed, and she's presumably still soaked in pee. She's like... That's okay. She's a city girl. <laughs> I, guess. I mean, she's a country girl. She doesn't know any better. Uh, she probably has dog problem. poop on her shoe, too. My son has, like, this whole thing about putting shoes Ew. on beds. I don't know. And um, outside door, outside mm. clothes. Like, he'll be watching a movie, and somebody will go and sit on a bed, and they'll have their shoes on. I'll freak out. He's like, that's the most you, disgusting that thing. <clears throat> it is. But he won't even, he doesn't even like people to wear outside clothes on his bed. He His bed oh, has to be perfectly clean. <laughs> I, I respect it. It's fine. <laughs> it's Whatever yeah. makes him go to sleep at night. So um, we're we're in this weird scene where trying to see if this is going to cue up my my time may be a little off, but we hear a loud sound from the other room. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry, Laura is tending yeah. to Grace, who's in this cute little. Um, so Pa goes down to delivery because he's going to rent out the horses to try and make some extra money. Ma has to go down and start serving dinner. So Laura is living that like single mom life, taking care of Carrie and Grace. <laughs> and so then we hear that loud bang. Now, on the side of this little um, bassinet bed for Carrie, there's yeah. a cute little sheep. <laughs> it's like a really nice, like inlaid type of thing it's a very cute thing i bet you it's oh. a genuine antique and um i, I don't know it, i bet you that's in somebody's oh, house somewhere i just did most of these things i only notice as i'm talking about them <laughs> you sure do mess your panties a lot that sounded like an explosion <laughs> Now, immediately we think Carrie's dead, right? Because the entire closet yeah, fell. The entire, like, wardrobe. And this has happened to <laughs> me before when I was younger than Carrie. Oh, my God. Would you, would you like, climb them no, and then it would fall back? I was putting all my stuff away, and so I just had every single drawer open, and it kind of weighed over oh, on yeah. me, and it fell on me. And I was so afraid I was going to get in trouble that I summoned, like, that superhuman strength when mother's babies are trapped under cars. Like, <laughs> I was able to get that thing off me. I must have been five. I was so scared. Aww. But I'm fine. Well, well thankfully thank you. you didn't get hurt. <laughs> now, this thing is probably made of, like, oh, walnut yeah. and oak and ebony. Like, it's, it must weigh yeah. 400 pounds. <laughs> um, This... Yeah, so, but somehow Laura picks this, I don't know, I'm going to easily say six foot tall um, <laughs> thing. Uh, Get me out of here! <laughs> oh, she does, it is interesting though, but she does mm -hmm. struggle a little bit. Grow out, hurry! Uh, and she drops it maybe. Yeah, she doesn't pick it up fully. But, you know, people oh, die yeah. from this all the time. Like, this is like one of those things where... You know, you're supposed to like anchor um, it to the harness wall, it yeah. or something to the wall. I've never done that personally, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I can see this being a terrible, terrible thing. So this doesn't go anywhere. I thought that this would be a kind of a bigger part of the story. Like, what's yeah. this noise that yeah, you're making up there? Cute little scene. Things are. You said they'd be quiet. Yeah, just a cute little <laughs> scene where Carrie almost dies. Oh my god. 
So the closet falls on Carrie. We're scared. Bad things happen in the city, I guess, right? We're just... Um, so we're going, we're in the restaurant now. We're, we're finally yeah, at work. And Ma is, this whole time, Ma is go, 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 go. She's serving four meal or three meals a day. She's like out taking orders, cooking it up, washing all the dishes, drying all the dishes. And Pa's just sitting there drinking milk, complaining the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of. That's exactly. Yeah. That's pretty much the whole episode. And this kitchen is so not organized in the way that we would normally see Caroline cooking in. That last side said you ordered two eggs with a ham. Oh, I forgot. That's all right. I'll put them on. Thank you. I think I heard her mutter, thank God you're going <laughs> to do something. <laughs> yes, sir. So it took so long. I'm finished with this. Yes, sir. Will there be anything else? Coffee later. Certainly. Hey, miss. I'm going to have to start adjusting my times because for whatever reason, my times are now starting to make sense. So, um, here we go. Yours, please? The new one, huh? Yes. Now, this is a, this is a reoccurring theme that we, I'm going to bring up the podcast again on Mysterious Universe Rewind. <laughs> Mysterious Universe? What am I talking about? Unsolved Mysteries Rewind. Um... What the heck is that? <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries Rewind, where we kind of fall into this thing where um, women are really victimized. They're, they're really kind of, um, we see this happening in a lot of oh, real yeah. life oh, things. Yeah, and this just made me immediately, oh my God, I, I hate these guys so much. I just hate people who can't just totally. treat people and like And they're people. just like, hey baby, why don't you That's smile? Be- You'll get more tips that way. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> well, she does get more tips later. And this is Harlan and Glover. Harlan is the bouncer for the saloon next door, and Glover's like his little dum-dum companion brute guy. They're kind of the greatest looking guys in town until Charles showed up. And now they're like super angry about it. (laughs) And and they're mad at the blind guy who's um, a lot more (laughs) handsome than everyone. (laughs) Big improvement over old lady Schiller, ain't she, Glover? Big improvement. This guy's got a welcome back Potter (laughs) afro. Looks like Gabe Kaplan. Could I could I have your order, please? I've got things on the fire in the kitchen. Don't be in such a hurry. If you don't act a little sociable, you won't get many tips. The word tips means to ensure proper service, not to socialize. Steaks are about ready. I'll take this order. See you later, ma'am. Charles. All right, what do you want? Steak, two eggs, coffee. What about you? I have two steaks and a bowl of stew and an order of biscuits. You got honey? Yeah, we got honey. I thought he was going to mm. go somewhere with the honey. Like, like I don't know don't why. Don't honey. But, <laughs> or like, you know, have that girl put, bring out the honey. She's sweet. <laughs> or something stupid sweet. like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, give me some honey with them biscuits and... Ain't you going to write any of this down? Why, are you going to forget it? Not the nicest service. No, but I think he's hoping they don't come back. (laughs) Yeah, but that's not exactly going to happen. So, but but the bottom line is they're super smooth talkers. They're the coolest people in town, and now they're mad because all of the attention Mm -hmm. is being taken away. That damn blind school and Mm -hmm. um, Charles, his whole family, ruining everything. 
Um, so we, we are at the blind school. There's a lot of problems going on here. We're going to talk um, basically in the dark. Well, like, so real quick, Caroline's washing dishes. It's late at night. Some time passes. And Charles is like, you're working too hard. I don't like it. I don't like this place one bit, blah, blah, blah. And she, meanwhile, is like, do you mind, do you mind drying that dish? Like she is just scrubbing and scrubbing. And he's like, ooh, let's go hang out with Mary and Adam. And, Ca- and Caroline is been busy since she woke up oh my god i feel so bad for her no she is such a trooper during this episode and charles is complaining the whole time it's like if anyone has the right to complain is caroline (laughs) now here's the yeah you know what let's compare the two jobs you have caroline busting her ass like getting these like steaks Mm -hmm. and eggs and biscuits and all this stuff all of it you know tons of things and charles is out there Mm -hmm. washing windows and I don't, what else does he really do? I don't know if I saw no, him doing much uh, of We didn't else. see it. We understand there is handyman work involved, uh, selling some newspapers involved, but no, we only see him. There's no oh, sweating yeah. involved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Caroline's sweating. You know, she's really mm-hmm. amazing. And um, also, you have to think about this. She's running an entire kitchen from breakfast mm-hmm. to dinner. Yeah, and then going home with like a little tiny baby, Carrie still concussed from the wardrobe falling on her like mom's got her hands full mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god that's terrible. so we're in the blind school and uh we're talking about blind school problems or letting us have this old building rent free we'd be in big trouble and what about the people of the city if you look for contribution well i asked around but people just aren't interested i guess they figure blind people are useless why spend good money on them they spend plenty of good money in the saloons around here yeah, to get blind drunk. No, I have I have a real problem with the blind school. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to let hey, them off the hook it. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a big city, right? This is this Winoka. They do not they they have a private school. They do not have a public school, but they have a blind school, which is um, a free school. And apparently, clearly, if you live there and you're mm-hmm. blind, you can attend. Yeah, with with room and board too. My problem is that should be a public mm-hmm. school, and the blind school should maybe just be um, mm. a part of Oh, that. the building should be a public school? Yeah, because they're struggling later on in the episode, because um, I don't oh. want to totally ruin everything, but they're, they're, they're like, we need to have our kids in school, and I just feel, not that the blind kids don't deserve mm-hmm. their own program, but I, I think all the kids deserve a program. Why, why do they have an entire school? Mm-hmm. And it's not even question, like, hey, let's have a that sight That is interesting. Program. I never thought about that. But uh, And they're meeting in the saloon you know? for school. It's, it, yeah. I don't know. I don't agree that the regular um, sighted people are really um, getting the short mm-hmm. end of the okay. stick here. That's all. It's just my opinion. And on top of it, he's whining about, man, people don't think we're useful. I'll oh, become snap. useful. <laughs> no, well, open your doors to the side. You know, I never did thank you for helping us get that job. I'm glad I could do it. How's it going? Well, you'll have to ask Carol. And she's not Just like off. baby I mean, Grace, nodding off at the table. If you're sitting there, right, and your spouse is so tired from work that they're nodding off, I mean, I personally, and I feel like you would do the same thing, it's like, you would quickly get up, bring them to a bed, yeah, and let them go bed, to sleep. Yeah, time for bed, no doubt. 
um, or you know, and introduce maybe a nap, maybe have coffee mm-hmm. at another. Yeah, time. I didn't think they um, needed to have a discussion about the blind school's finances that night. Like, there's so much going on that day. Let Ma get a, <laughs> a rhythm going, you know, and we'll, we'll figure it out. It's not like we're never going to see Mary and Adam again, but yeah. Well, we do have um, Mary and Adam up in the room. They're kind of talking. Actually, they're in the room. That's one thing that didn't click until um, yeah. Just now, actually, I forgot that they're in. It's a pretty big room too. So, Pa wakes up Ma, and they're like, "Let's, you know, let's leave." And the door gets locked. This is another thing that I don't know if would have would have happened. Is they're not married, right, yet, right? Right, but they both stay there. But well, the it's door not is their locked. Bedroom. They're in like the classroom part of the blind school. They stay in two different bedrooms, but they oh, both stay at okay. that blind school. That's for sure. No, no, no. And then he's locking the front door because Mom and Pa are like, all right, see you later. And then he like bolt, lock, vault, you know, spin the wheel, all that kind of stuff. We're all alone (laughs) now, Mary. For real this time. So, (laughs) and you see in the background, like Albert peeking in or, or Andy. Andy would be more likely. (laughs) What's going on in there? Also, Pa's talking, like, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Like, he's going to wake up the woman that's next to him who's <laughs> awake now. <laughs> All that door locking. Sounds like we live in a bank. She jumped ahead yeah, with that Yeah, it was before locking. it even started. Did you know? I have a feeling she says that every <laughs> single time. <laughs> it's like, do you have to say that every time I close the door? You're not in the country anymore, Mary Ingalls. This is the city, and it's not the same. My episode yeah. jump-cutted there, so hopefully no, I didn't No, it does. We anything. see, like, the crazy roulette wheel spinning in the saloon. So the saloon party is, like, raging, and Pa and Ma are just trying to get some sleep. Now, I don't think Ma would have a problem sleeping were it not for Charles, you know, kicking the covers off and fussing and moaning. Ma's <laughs> tired. She's been working. Oh, man. I mean... Ma's the hardest. She's a shark. Oh, Ma is she the really is. That holds this She's together. the backbone. Yeah. <clears throat> there are times that I am very tough on the Caroline character, Carolyn character, and but this is a time where I think if it weren't for her, they would be so mm-hmm. screwed. It wouldn't be funny. There, there's no reason to hire Charles. No offense to him this. or the character. Right. I mean, she's keeping this restaurant afloat. Five star <laughs> Michelin restaurant now. I picture like them playing like the piano, like yeah, crazy. Yeah, we get some fun silhouettes of people like, dancing like crazy and stuff, and it's just like a woohoo! It is party time over there. Now, my dog, whenever there's a sound, Aww. um, he jumps. <laughs> um, well, I th- white dogs—they call it white dog syndrome. <laughs> They're really nervous, and uh, then gets Aww. the shakes. And it's like gotta calm down, gotta calm down. No, but we're very sweet with him, and we hold him, and he calms down. But on 4th of July and stuff like that, the fireworks are out of control, and he just basically freaks out. I'm sure maybe your dog isn't like that. Not all dogs are like that. My other dog just looks at him. 4th of July? Oh, it is a zoo around here. I usually take him on, like, a good three-mile hike beforehand just to tucker him out, you know, beforehand. Aw. Yeah, but they're so sensitive. But 
on that first night of the 4th of July when somebody has to like light um, mm-hmm. a grenade or something, you get that one um, and it makes you kind of go, whoa, you know, that's exactly the response that we're getting with Charles when mm-hmm. that gunshot went off. Right, Dad. Going across there to tell those idiots to be quiet. Charles, it won't do any good. Carolyn, we rent rooms in this hotel so people can get some sleep. Now we owe it to Mr. Tom to see that they do. It's our job. He's going to go talk to the manager. (laughs) (laughs) We know how that works nowadays. But um, he's a total Karen here. um, Now, you know, it's kind of like you have to look of where you are. You know, you can't just expect everybody just all right guys go home and i'd like to say one more time it was charles's idea to move here like caroline's like are you are you sure you're gonna be happy out there and everything he's like yep i'm gonna be happy because i got my kids all with me and this whole time he just complains 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 yeah carrie comes in with her two cents mama someone's trying to kill me this whole episode i just wanted to hug her like, you have Carrie sleeping in your bed. Like, you don't leave her alone where she almost died. Oh, my God. And they're in a separate yeah, room, too, Yeah, it's like a joined right? with one door. Mm-hmm. Is it yeah, a joined? Carrie came mm. running That in. was fancy. I would even say this is close mm-hmm. to yeah, being no, sweet. Yeah, no, it's a nice room. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a $10 suite. Um, so we... It's all like crazy, crazy, crazy. He goes down He's there. Like, Let me talk and, to the manager. Um, and he does, and he runs into what, our favorite handsome man, <laughs> yeah. Harlan. Business is it of yours. I work here. I keep everybody friendly. I want to talk to Mr. Standish. Can't be disturbed now. Why? He's not sleeping, that's for sure. Why don't you just go over to the bar and get yourself a drink? Now, what time would you think it is this oh, if you didn't know? 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, that's that's maybe when you start getting kind yeah, of upset sure. Look over at the, the sheriff noise. and stuff. Yeah. I don't want a drink. I want some sleep. I don't want any trouble. When you get your hand off me. What's wrong, Harlan? I'm trying to tell this farmer you're busy. What is it? My name's Ingalls. I manage the hotel next door. Now, you're making so much racket in here, nobody can get any sleep. It's only 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. <laughs> You're a real Karen. Yeah. Like you are. That's. Yeah, that's what did a you bit expect, much, Charles? Right? Honestly. They could have made yeah. this 1130. <laughs> it just makes him look mm. silly at this point. Um, so he, he asks, Where's the sheriff? I'm going to make a proper complaint. So the sheriff is about 13 feet yeah. away. Feeling in a great having drinks. And this music, mm-hmm. it's just a loop. You know, it's. They're shooting guns off through the windows upstairs. Hey, now you can't stop folks from having a good time. Uh, what was that name again? The name was Engels. Uh, now look, the owner of the hotel isn't going to like it when I tell him what's going on in here. The owner? That's right, Mr. Tom. So he's going to lose business because of the noises. Well, Mr. Tom's isn't the owner. No, he he just he works for the owner. Sandy there owns the hotel. He owns most the whole block for that matter. Hey, uh, you want him quiet? You better take it up with him. Uh, yeah, so he's a, he's three sheets to um, the wind though. All of a sudden, you're in Hazard <laughs> County or something. <laughs> the town is just like 
What mm. is going on here? And Charles, of course, looks up Mr. to what Standish. is his name? Yeah. And he just kind of smiles like, I'm not going to yeah, sleep what till you gonna three. what you going to do about it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, and then really, that's mm-hmm. silly living. So um, we see a little bit of a wagon Almost, accident, yeah. And I don't know how they got these horses to kind of walk into each other. And we have a guy on a horse who's trying to go around. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. I'm not sure I want to know how they did it. It was the 70s, but yeah. Yeah, they forced it. it. It's just, there's no doubt. They put a carrot on the, you know, in front of them and they went for it. Um, We get a, another group of dirty, dusty country yeah, people Charles in town. washing the windows and these hillbillies come up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Beverly Hillbillies all of a sudden. Alice! There's Charles over there! Right over there washing those windows! Charles! Now, when I was watching this, um, I don't know, I tend to try to, my best to forget about what's about to happen. I kept thinking that he was about to get mm. into an accident. Because the way he's, he's not looking at the road, he's, not, he's kind of screaming like, um, mm. like a doofus. Hey! Hey, we're here! Hey, Charles! And Charles turns like this, and I'm just thinking, what a perfect time for him to hit mm. something oh, like okay. Albert. Like, not kill him, <laughs> but just hit him. so they're in town and we think it's great um everybody embraces and it's super sweet and it's really it's great to see your friends right i don't know if i i I wrote this like kind of depressing note while i was writing i'm like that's honest though i don't know if i Mm. have friends that are as a family like i have individual friends who i consider like family but I don't know if I'm friends with yeah. a family like this. Like almost, you know, I don't know. We'll see My after this pandemic. My mom and dad had a couple that was their best friends. And they all had babies at the exact same time. And we're all five years apart. And so it was like weird. And they they got married at the same time. They lived next door to each other. Like they were friends. And so they, and we're still in contact with them. They're like my godparents. And um, so I personally don't have them, but they, they do exist. You know, I know <laughs> they exist and we are close with um, Ramiel's best friend. We've become very, very close with their family and we've even thrown it out there that this summer we were all going to Ooh. go away to a hotel, you know, get <clears throat> like this kind of indoor oh, water fun. park thing. We were all going to go together and it yeah. made me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie because you know, yeah. that's a big step. You have to make sure they're <laughs> the right people. <laughs> but um, that's off <laughs> so for, the, for the time being. That's off. So um, everybody wants to see Caroline. They're like, let's go and mess with Caroline who has so yeah, many dishes to do is yeah. so overwhelmed in work. And we have, <laughs> Another thing is we have Charles um, later in the episode who gets criticized for yeah, his window wash. He did just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's only like four windows. It's not like, oh, my God. All right. Caroline's in the kitchen. I love that huge copper pot. Yeah. I think it's yeah, copper. But she has like heating up water to put in a cool. bucket to throw on the dishes. <clears throat> She's sweating. She's dirty. Her hair's all out of place. Very un-Caroline. Hey, side note, did you happen to ever get um, over oh, to Restaurant no, Depot? 
They sell pots like that, like, like big ones like that. Yeah, but it's like cheap. It's like nice. 80 bucks or something, you know, and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Put a kid in there. Carolyn! In the kitchen! Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't notice the spigot, actually. I guess that's yeah, boiled water. Yeah, water so she could throw it in with the dishes. I'm not really sure what that is. Oh, okay. I was thinking this is a good way to boil water and then transport <laughs> boiled water. What else can I do? Got customers out here. Oh, oh I get it. Because it's to wash the dishes hot water. All right. It didn't click that they don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> All right. They think I'm going to serve more than three meals a day. They've got another thing coming. Table for three, please, miss. <laughs> 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 Caroline should have been like, seriously, I'm not in the mood if right I now. I was Caroline and Jack was Charles, I would have been so upset that he didn't come back and go, oh, hey, your friends are here. Like, isn't that great? Why Heads don't you up. Wash your face <laughs> off a little bit. Put your hair up. Like, Caroline is the kind of lady that cares about that kind of thing. So to just send her out there yeah. all, like, mad with nostrils flaring, sweat coming down, I thought she would have probably been embarrassed. Now, one thing I noticed is how Caroline embraces them and embraces. Yeah, lots and, of hugs. And I think it's sweet. I think it's great. And. I think it's wonderful. We get a different type of response with the Olsons. <laughs> like, so, but we still see, you know, we're all still happy. We're all still yeah. moving forward. But Andy goes up to say hi to, let's be honest, her oh, yeah, his best friend, yeah. really, as far as we know, next to Albert in the future. It's so good to see a friend. He's running to the door. Doors open. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> yeah, you Doors don't know open? who that is. Country. I'm surprised he didn't just yeah, run no in, kidding. by the way. Like he's, it doesn't have manners. Hey, is Laura Lauren Eagleson here? Andy! I'm glad he didn't forget my name. <laughs> oh, Andy! Are you going to be moving here? Yep. You... No, she's leaving she the baby on the bed. She tossed the baby on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And this is a real baby. And it's, um, I granted there's a footboard where, you know, you can't totally roll off. But this, you know, Grace is a yeah, little tiny baby. Yeah, she kind of tosses her down because she's feeding her. Andy comes in. She stands up to go embrace Andy. And so she tosses Grace on her back onto the bed. And Grace flips over because she's crying. She's scared. And she starts, like, crawling almost to the side of the bed. Yes. going to stay in the hotel. I don't know. My pal's got a good job first. Oh, I hope so. So how is it here? I don't know. I've hardly been out of the hotel. As soon as I finish being baby. Those are real yeah. cries. Come on. Maybe. Maybe we can go out and look around. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Sure's a lot bigger than Walnut Grove. The only good so, thing about it so far is I don't have to see Nellie Olson. So Andy gets a glimpse of oh, a middle-aged yeah. woman <laughs> in her bloomers. With arms showing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like um, oh, yeah. super hot. And yeah. But it's better than a catalog. <laughs> I'll say that. Andrew Garvey, pull down that shade. <laughs> it's kind of like you. Now she's so with cute. Him. This whole scene is so cute. <laughs> no, I couldn't agree more. I think it's it's sweet, and it's also the look that yeah. Laura gives him at the end of this is very much. It's a very much a yeah, brotherly totally. love type of thing, and um, kind of like boys will exactly. be boys type of thing <laughs> until it's illegal. <laughs> 
way down. <laughs> now, this is where I throw the sexism out there. How would you feel if the that was Laura looking at a guy who is through yeah, there without a shirt weird. on or something? Yeah, but it no, be, I totally right? agree. I am like Little Miss Feminist, but I totally agree that that would I would be like, oh, she's too young. I don't like this. But with Andy, you're just like, oh, Andy, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Boys will be boys. It's a, it's a really it's a thing that it just I don't if it I don't you know, know if it will ever go doing away, Girls will be girls. Get you some girls will be girls. Actually, no, you know what? That gets shot down immediately. Mm, girls will be women. You, you know, then then you get into the, there's a rabbit hole. Spelling, the spelling of women, too much. I can't do it. Sorry. I'm mansplaining what, what's with wrong with your um, thing. Yeah, jeez. No, but um, I do think that I would have liked to see something like that. But, of course, we would call her bad names. That's who we are. I don't know. So this we're sitting around part. dinner. <laughs> this yes. is a legendary part. This is one of those things where... People, I think parents um, can really, really identify with this moment. I don't want to spoil anything, but and I don't think that they told whatever Greenbush twin that was that she was going to get in trouble because she starts tearing up. Her lip starts like shaking and her whole hand is shaking and quivering. And no child is that good of an actor on this part. So I think that it took her by surprise because she gives a lot of like, I'm sorry. And it's so genuine. I am so, I feel so Me sorry too. for this little girl. I want to hug like, her. You, you know what? I, I think you said before that you think that this is mm-hmm. the best carry. Um, I couldn't agree more. I just think there's something about her in this that just makes me just really, really me love too. the character so much. And she has this huge fork of It looked like uh, apple pie and it looked like something. an entire slice. <laughs> like it was way too much to shove into her mouth. <laughs> Which, you know, is a normal thing that um, I guess a seven-year-old or eight-year-old would do. <laughs> and it falls off her lap, and this is her response. <laughs> oh, damn. Don't ever let me hear you talk like that. I'm sorry. She doesn't know what's wrong, Ma. And he's smiling like, <laughs> we're going to see her get whooped. We hear stuff like that all night from the saloon. That saloon. Well, it's there, and there's nothing we can do about it. Surprised Charles doesn't go. I'll go over there and talk to them. <laughs> and Carrie, the next time you hear a word and you don't know whether it's a good word or a bad word, you come and ask me. All right? Yes, sir. I know. Oh my God! It's it's killing me all over again. She could ask me, Paul. Why do you know all the bad words? No, sir. It's a good thing for you. You don't. It's all right, honey. Go ahead, drink your milk. Looks like she's gonna vomit. I'd like yeah, to make she's no, shaking. she is really shaking. Like that milk is like Jurassic Park. It's like boom, boom, like, and her lip is quivering and her eyes are like. That's why I think Michael Landon was like, "It's okay, honey." Like that was Michael Landon talking. I don't think that was Charles. Yeah, that's weird. that's bizarre. But um, it's like I hate milk, but I'm gonna drink yeah. it because I'm scared. <laughs> very, very um. Very strange. But when you were growing up, did you curse or anything? No. Was that allowed oh, in your God, house? Oh, God, no. No, so, it wasn't. I saw the F-U word on the back of a school bus one time. And so I had, like, evil <laughs> sisters. So I went and told them that. And they were like, oh, 
That is so good. You should go run up to mom and dad and tell them that. So I, I know. Mean so girls. I ran downstairs so proud. I was like, hey, mom and dad, you know, F yourselves, basically. And I got in huge trouble. No, we weren't even allowed to say Aww. crap or anything. Of course, I overcompensate in my adulthood by swearing every chance I get, but. We've become more and more liberal. I don't know if this is going to be bad. Um, although my son, I've, I've explained it this. If you curse um, without really thought, it, it's really just, there's nothing to it. Like, you, know, you really should reserve these curses for special times. But also, if you're more colorful with your speak, you can you mm. come off a little bit better. But his friends curse like crazy. Yeah. Holy cow. To the, I think one of his friends has like a problem with it. It's like every, it's like Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's at this period of time and he's almost 12. And it's like, that's when you really are yeah. talking like a truck driver. Me too. I know I was, you know, Not God knows home, what I was but saying. Yeah, me too. yeah. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, I, I would rather him just, we curse a lot though. My wife and I tend to be a little too, we curse. All right. Anyway, so Harriet shows up. Everything is fine. The world's not going to end just because somebody said the word <laughs> damn. <laughs> Jeez. But, um, yeah, the, the Olsen show up and they're covered in dust, of course. I mean, this is, they took a, a stagecoach all the way from Wanna Grove, I guess. I'm, we're not really sure. I mean, the, the Ingalls have been in town for at least oh, a few yeah, days. Oh, yeah, I would say. Two weeks, maybe. Wow. Imagine, uh, it's just so much better to have cars now. So they they come, and they're going to be talking about um, their entrance. I'm trying to. Harriet is so covered in dust, it's almost like a (laughs) chimney fell on her or something. And even Nell's, like, his cool uh, derby hat has, like, some Yeah, Nellie, chalk too, on. her shawl and everything. But um, Harriet got the worst of it. She's probably like, <laughs> I want the window seat. <laughs> yeah, Nellie, careful. Drivers, the bag! <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh, she falls into the street and probably horse manure and everything else. <laughs> but it's just funny because, like... Where's my bags? And he just throws it right <laughs> at her. Because he, he was just throwing it to the ground. He, uh, she I just got think in so. the I way. think he had to listen to that woman for like two oh, really? weeks. I think he was like, <laughs> get out of here. Why is she asking? Oh, I guess she's telling him to bring the yeah, baggage so. down. So. Right? <laughs> she really went for a spill there. Fast enough for you, dear? Oh, shut up. Let's go, baby. There. Can you tell me where, uh, where there's a hotel? Cheap or expensive? Cheap. Expensive. Cheap. Hotel next little one block down. Thank you very much. Welcome. Come on along. Come on, children. So the Olsons are in town. It's <laughs> cheap or expensive. Expensive. Fern alert. There is a fern in the lobby of the Ingalls Hotel. I saw that, and I'm, I'm really blown <laughs> away by that fern. There's also um, yeah. a deer head, which we don't see that kind of, those kind of trophies. No, and that's like in the right? restaurant. It was kind of weird. 
Well, this one's in the lobby. Oh, there's another um, one. In it the might even be an elk, an elk or yeah. something. I'm not sure if that's a deer. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of interesting that um, they would have trophies like that. Um, I'm not really sure if trophies like that were popular. Uh, yes, they were actually. I remember um, the Roosevelts and stuff like that would have stuff like that. But kind of high class type of thing to have. So the Olsons show up and they're kind of arguing already about the hotel. There's really nothing wrong with this hotel. But, um, of course, it's not as good as what the Olsons are used to. Brother, unfortunately, is just like his father. Really? Yes, really. Well, Willie, you won't have to worry about getting fat anyway. I missed this little thing. I'm sorry. By the way, except for Annabelle. Yeah, like he's really kind of... um, Fat shaming and his own wife, but <laughs> and then, yeah. I can tell she does have breeding, you know. I don't think it's so bad. Thank you, Willie. Oh, thank heavens, Nellie doesn't take after your side of the family too. Your brother, unfortunately, is just like your father. Really? Yes, really. Well, Willie, you won't have to worry about getting fat anyway. <laughs> oh, Same I, I thought it was you the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, it wasn't. I should have had it um, coordinated, but I did not. There's a little bit lower tone. It's, it's antique. dare you. Mrs. Olsen. Mrs. Olsen. <laughs> Mrs. Olsen. Oh, Caroline. Carol. Oh. Now, I, Caroline turns to Nellie and yells, girls. No, Charles. Charles. And I thought, oh, Charles? Oh, no. I thought it was girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> and... Does oh, not really? hurt Nellie. I thought she was going to. She doesn't touch. She doesn't even acknowledge <laughs> the kids. If the kids weren't there, it wouldn't even be happening. Oh, oh, she's nice. hugging Nellie. Oh, you know the Garveys arrived yesterday. Oh. The whole town of Walnut Grove is going And same thing. It's as though uh, Willie and Nellie <laughs> are not even there. So. um... We were as we approach the end of this particular mm-hmm. episode, we we have a good little scam. I mean, Nels is looking for a job. He sees things. Um, he's trying to set up his own life. Yeah, he's got to get a job. He's got to get some money. Yeah. So we get to this point where these, I guess, yes. fancy boys are pitching yeah, pennies. It's some gambling game to see who can get closest yeah. to the stair. And I'm not really sure, is that how it works? Like, you just flip the coin and whoever is closest I to mean, the edge that's wins? what I got out of it. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, somebody yells fire. <laughs> As everybody runs towards mm-hmm. the fire, I'm not really sure what that's about, um, Albert takes this as... A perfect time to grab um, some fruits or vegetables yeah. from a cart and to collect um, change that happened to be left by the people who had to run away because of fire. Yes, was the kids' money, the and he's like, the Winoka school's on fire. And they're like, oh, we got to see that. And so they just left all their money there, and Albert swoops in and takes it. Church, ma'am. Gambling's a sin. Oh, yes, of course. Hey, where'd that kid go? So, um, 
basically ends the episode for now. We we see Albert as like the scammer of the episode, and I don't know. I really enjoyed this whole the mm-hmm. setup here, and I would have liked to see them spend more time in this city, but but we do get to see them a spend little bit. They spend like six episodes there. I think. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting Walnut Grovecast by heading over to patreon.com slash Any support is appreciated. 